the magic of memory and simultaneous time. We're going to be talking about the importance of the past. Hi everyone, Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys, back back from Los Angeles. I started to say back with another episode of Conscious Commentary, but I think I'm going to edit that. Back from Los Angeles and here today to bring you another episode of Conscious Commentary. How's everyone doing today? Hope you're doing just wonderful and enjoying your day wherever you may be on this little blue planet. Before I get started on our little chat today, we're going to talk about memory. We're going to talk about the past and we're going to talk a little bit about the true nature of time. But before we get into that, I would be remiss if I didn't give you all the download on the 17th Annual Conscious Life Expo. Oh boy, oh boy, was it a blast. I had a ball. I worked my you-know-what off, (laughs) worked my tail off, um, but I enjoyed every minute of it. This is the, I think I've said this a million times at this point, I think seventh or eighth year I've covered this expo uh, for Higher Journeys. And each year, um, it's it's uh, it gets more intense. It's, it's such a pleasure. This year, we had the distinct honor of working directly with the expo. As you uh, as you all know, we've been featuring uh, the uh, some of the key speakers that uh, were presenting at the expo. I will make sure to have links to all of the shows that we did. I think there were seven uh, uh in total that we brought to you to give you a little taste of what went down this past weekend. Let me tell you a little bit about what went down. Uh, Like I said, I was hustling, guys. I mean, I I did. I was one of the MCs. uh, And I was honored to uh, to join uh, the ranks of Mr. Jimmy Church and Mr. Alan Steinfeld and Shima Moore, great people uh, as one of the MCs. Uh, And I introduced about five people. Anita Morjani and Bashar. I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. That was fun. They were all fun. Um, and some some great speakers. So that had me hopping. Of course, we filmed some shows. I actually gave an interview or two. Um, so was working real hard. I didn't get a chance to see as much of the workshops as, uh, as I had hoped because there were a lot of conflicting. Either I was introducing someone while a, a talk was going on that I wanted to see or I don't know, it just things got crossed, but all good. The best part is the fellowship, the fellowship, meeting up with old friends and new. This was truly a reunion with friends. Uh, Grant Cameron, love you, man. We had a good time, didn't we? (laughs) Grant and I got some stuff cooking. We'll maybe talk about that another time. Linda Moulton Howe, my dear Linda, we had a ball. We were hanging out at the George Norrie a speaker reception and uh, award ceremony, and it was uh, wonderful as always. Danyan Brinkley, I love you. Danyan, um, we're praying for you. If you're listening to this, Danyan's going through a bit of a health challenge, but he is a strong man, and I know that he will. Um, he will. He'll stay strong. I'm just going to leave it at that. Danyan, so good to see you. Even though it was short, we just kind of breezed by each other, gave each other a hug and said, I said, I love you. He says, I love you more. That's what he always says. Jimmy Church and Rita, his other half, Rita, I won't say his better half. Well, maybe I can. (laughs) Always good to hang out with you guys. 
as as always, we we did a lot of talking as we were passing each other in the hallway and, you know, flying. He's introducing someone over here. I'm introducing someone over there. But it was it was great to, to see both uh, Jimmy and Rita. Billy Carson got to meet his brand new bride to be, whose name also happens to be Alexis. What a beautiful young woman she is and they look wonderful together and they look happy as can be and uh, let's wish them the best as well daryl anka bashar let me tell you about <laughs> let me tell you very briefly about uh i got to introduce uh, uh daryl slash bashar and i gotta tell you it was a packed house Jimmy Church was saying that the room that we were in for the Bashar talk held about 700. I, I, I think it was probably close. And I know it was standing room only. So it was just a, a rush to be uh, in front of everyone and get them going before Bashar came out. And I'll tell you a little story about what I did. For those of you that are familiar with the work of Bashar, who has been around, been coming through Daryl for, gosh, close to 35 years now. And he has so many signature uh, phrases, words of wisdom that he has imparted on millions and millions of people globally. Here's one of my favorites, and I'll tell you how how I rolled this into the introduction. Have you ever heard him say, "Imagination, I, magi, nation. We are a nation of magicians. I am part of a nation of magicians." That's always stuck with me. I heard him say it many years ago. And I thought, I love it. Magicians, we can do magic. We're going to be talking about magic, magic of memory. So here's what I did real quick. Let me just get into this real quick. So I got up and did my thing, got everyone going. I think they were just just pumped anyway to, to see Bashar shortly. But I had everyone repeat, and they all seem familiar with this I, Magi Nation. Repeat after me three times. I Magi Nation. We are a nation of magicians. You can only imagine how that room erupted. They were so pumped. And I said, guys, after the third time, I said, believe that. We are a nation of magicians. So that was fun. That was fun. Okay, moving on. David Adair. Oh, man. This guy's a rock star. I got to tell you, rock star. He's the rocket man, of course. Uh, Got to spend lots of time with David. Uh, I also introduced his talk, by the way, and uh, had him on the show. So we'll have David on uh, again real soon. Met his his new bride, Joanne. Oh, lovely, lovely couple. Got to see Steve Mara from the UK, Barry Fitzgerald from Ireland, Tracy Ash, who I have not seen since Australia. We were speaker mates uh, last month, not last month, today's March 1st in January, when we uh, were at the Cosmic Consciousness Conference speaking in, in Uluru, Australia. Wonderful to see her again. And Anita Morjani, I also introduced Anita's talk. Um, we were just goofing off, having so much fun backstage before before we got started. So, so much fun hanging out with her. So shout out to all of you guys. Really had a ball. I'm still on adrenaline kind of coming down from it. If you haven't been to the Conscious Life Expo Journeyers, I so recommend it. Now we're talking about close to, there are estimates there, there may have been close to 20,000 people in attendance. If this is the case, this has definitely broken all records. I'm going to have to check in with the expo folks and see uh, what numbers they actually came up with. But I had spoken to one of them and she said, oh, we're looking at maybe 15 to 20,000. So you can only imagine. But um, fun was had by all to be able to come into a space, talk about the things that are most important to us, um, many of which are very serious. Of course, we had all sorts of uh, 
the spectrum of subjects that were covered from from channeling to ufology to conspiracy. Yeah, that was there too. Uh, to, uh, you know, ascension and transformation. It, it was all there. Lots of these subjects are serious. They're critical. But when you can have these sorts of deep conversations and have a ball at the same time, it doesn't get any better than that. I'm looking forward to 2020. Go over to ConsciousLifeExpo.com. I don't know if they've got it up for next year, but I'm sure they're going to be, I'm sure they're working on 2020 as we speak. So stay, stay in touch with them. Okay, let me move on here. After reflecting on this beautiful, beautiful weekend, let me use that as a segue. Today, I want to talk about reflection. I want to talk about this idea that, particularly in New Age circles, we're told to live in the present. We must remain in the present. Stay mindful. Don't live in the past. And certainly don't worry about the future. Here's, here's a quote that I'm sure you all are familiar with. It says, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift of God, which is why we call it the present. That's by Bill Keen. I agree with that. But I do think there's more to it than that. I love the act of reflection. I've been around a few years <laughs> at this point, and I've, I've said to people, you know, uh, that I that I meet some people uh, that have, that ask, oh, so what do you do or what have you done and blah, blah, blah. And I say, oh, I've had several incarnations at this point, <laughs> which is the truth, several career paths, several many journeys. Um, and it's because of that experience, some of them great, some of them good, some of them not so great. It's all experience. But I savor reflection. I savor contemplation. Those things are very important and empowering for me. Because oftentimes when I can find myself in a state of reflection or contemplation about the past, an event, a period of my life, or just just thinking about how the world was in the past, I learn from it. And I'm able to apply it to the present. This is what I want to talk about. This is really just a, a amusing today uh, to have you all think about that as well. You know, no, no big, you know, aha moment, I don't think. It's just, it's, it's reflecting on this idea that as much as it is important, I mean, all we really have is the present, right? We know that. Um, and yet, in our uh, how can I say, the way we look at time, obviously, is linear. Yesterday, today, tomorrow. Though some would argue that we don't know what uh, the future holds. That, that is unless you have precognitions, which, by the way, was my last conscious commentary. What we do have recollection of is the past. Now, I agree that we should not be living, per se, in the past, particularly bemoaning uh, the past if something went wrong, marring ourselves in, in the past in that way. I don't think that's uh, helpful. But when we get into a, a space of solitude, of silence, and we can sit and reflect on some of our own experiences, whether they're just memories of a great conference in Los Angeles or 
or a conversation that you had with someone or something, some, something that someone said to you 20 years ago, let's say, and you're sitting in reflection and you go, oh, I know what they meant, I think, or I understand why that happened. That's called reflection. And I believe that there is power in that. Ergo, I'm going to disagree uh, that we should forget the past. I don't know that anyone says forget the past. Well, some people do. I say that there's value in procuring wisdom based on the past. There's, there's not a whole much, you know, I'm giving you really where, where, where I'm going with this. I, I think it's something uh, that's important. So there's not too much more I can say about that. That is how I feel. Now, I want to bring in this added element about what we're talking about when we say the past versus the present versus the future. Let's now bring in this idea that has been discussed, readily discussed, in fact, that's called, among other things, simultaneous time. This is an idea that has been postulated by, speaking of channeled material, Seth, Jane Roberts material, channeling the entity Seth talks a lot about parallel realities, simultaneous time, that in fact, how we uh, determine time or experience it is a construct. I've talked about this before, that at some level, all exist, exists at once. At one mint, just came to me, atonement, at one mint. So if this is the case, imagine taking ourselves out of the physical for a moment. And I think many of us have have had glimpses of this through deja vu being a primary one, where you know that you've experienced a segment of quote unquote time before. This has always intrigued me. So if there, this is the case that at some level, past, present and future are all unfolding or unfurling at once, then they all have value, do they not? The difference is we have memory, the ability to look at the past to, well, to contemplate, (laughs) to to use life experience that happened yesterday or 20, 30 years ago, and apply it to the present. That too is a gift. Everyone, you know, I'm thinking about this, we live in such a fast paced world, you know that, getting faster by the moment. And, you know, this whole idea of multitasking and got to do 10 things at once, and I got to hurry up before I run out of time today. I'm going to tell you something, guys, I don't do that. I know, you know, I'm busy. I just talked about how crazy I was running around at the conference. But you know what I make sure I do every single day? I take time out. Sometimes I can be in the middle of something, a huge project, and I'll just say, you know what? I'm walking away. I need to sit and reflect just for a minute or two. But what am I reflecting on? The past. There's value in that. I think it steadies uh, your your day, as a matter of fact. We live in a react a reactive world, and I I would I have said many times, and I would say years ago. We live in a state of reaction, not reflection. No wonder things are so upside down. Knee jerk, reaction, reaction. Someone says something, react. And these days, you know, we've got 
instantaneous reaction to somebody that some uh, what someone's saying on Facebook or Twitter or I don't know what react 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 and foregoing uh, the reflection think about if we were to spend a moment or two in a state of reflection on anything how it might change the outcome of things you cannot have reflection or you cannot well you can't have reflection without looking at the past. Am I sounding like broken record? Live in the present, sure, but utilize the past memory to excite the present. You know, I often wonder, or I'm not often, but this idea of living in the present, okay, I get that. I get that it is important to be mindful and that when you are in the act of doing something, be in the act of doing it. But, you know, I think there's a bit of a double standard here. I've got to bring this this little dimension in. Are we told by some to be in the present with the assumption that we should let the past go, with the assumption that the past was bad? Are we assuming that it can always be done better, whatever happened in the past? Is this a way to get us out of a mode of reflection and remain on the hamster wheel of reaction? Hmm. I wonder about that. Is this an indoctrination? Oh, forget the past, forget the past. Assuming that it was all bad. This reminds me of something else. Okay, we're Jan, Feb, about two months or so into the new year. Yes. How many of us have said, oh, so glad 2018 is over. It's in the rearview mirror. There's not a year that goes by that I don't hear someone saying that. Why? Did it really suck that bad? I know, look, things have been challenging lately, and they seem to be getting more and more intense, no question. But why are we so, uh, you know, at the ready to say, oh, let's move on, move on, move on? I disagree. Even in the case where things have been a little rocky, have been bad, there's still something to be. Uh, resurrected from that, reflecting about that. Okay, I had a crappy year. At least there's some things that happened that were crappy. What can I, what happened here? You got to think about it. Don't just shove it in the closet. That's not going to help. There's a reason why we have memory to recall it. I um, got this idea to, to talk about this today. I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. When the muses are talking and ideas are flowing, I get my little, my, my iPhone out and I record them. Okay, next conscious commentary. Talk about this. Next conscious commentary. This had been in the in the queue for a while. And um, I, uh, w- what had happened, was, actually it was right after I got back from Australia and I was reflecting on that amazing trip. And that kind of got me going. And I said, I, I really want to talk about this. Why it's so important to reflect Obviously, if they're good thoughts, you want to think about it. Memories, images, pictures. We all like that, right? I know I do. The other thing I find interesting about uh, this idea of reflection, I'm really, really pounding that, that word home more than the past. You can only reflect on the past, actually. But you know what else you get reflection with? When you look in the mirror. What you see is the present, what, you, what you're looking at in the mirror or any reflective surface. But, now this is where I want to bring in the simultaneous time aspect again, 
because I think there's, you know, there, there's, there is an interesting dynamic going on here. Now I'm talking about using reflection as a, as a way of personal development and transformation, but I'm also bringing in this aspect that if time is simultaneous, past, present, and future are really illusory. It's all really present. There's some clues here as to why we need to be integrating all of them. Have you ever heard, now I'm talking about reflection, looking into the mirror. Have you ever heard someone say, or maybe you've had this experience yourself, where you look in the mirror and you see another version of yourself? And now we're getting a little metaphysical. We're getting a little paranormal, but so be it. That's what we do here <laughs> at Higher Journeys. But this this occurred to me as I was developing this little segment today. Looking in the mirror and seeing somebody different even. Maybe you've seen a past version of yourself. Maybe it was somebody completely different. I'll tell you, my mother once told me that. I'll never forget. She said, Alexis, one day I looked, I was sitting putting my makeup on. I looked in the mirror and for a brief second, I saw someone else and I'll never forget, she said, it didn't scare me. And I knew the moment she said it didn't scare me, it did scare her. That's why she said it. She was trying to convince herself she wasn't scared. But anyway, reflection, not only is it an act that we do, you know, of, of procuring memory, but it's something that we do when we look in the mirror. Aren't they connected in some way? So at times you're seeing your present self. But maybe sometimes you're seeing past versions of yourself or someone completely different, maybe in another reality. That's a whole nother rabbit hole now, isn't it? That just I just wanted to throw that out there. Play with that and see see how you feel about that. But again, and I'm going to let me look at the time. Uh-oh, I did go over. I, you know, these days I'm doing that every, <laughs> every conscious commentary. Uh, I'll, I'll wind it down in a minute. You know, this is this is no deep thesis here, guys, I just wanted to bring this up because I do think particularly in this day and age of run, 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 go, 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 can't stop, can't stop, multitask. I say toss it, at least occasionally, sit your you know what down and reflect. The past is important. My book, Conscious Musings, that's what that's all about, really. Contemplations in order to transform your life and realize your potential. Contemplations. How are we going to do that if we're constantly in reaction mode? Past and present work in tandem. Allow them to shake hands. Ah, there were a couple other points I, re- I was going to bring up. You know, I'm going to bring up one. Let's go. Let's go a couple more minutes. Here, here's how. Let me give you a couple of, of real life examples as to how I used reflection, reflecting on the past, not living in it, but reflecting on the past to fuel my own journey. Let me talk about two jobs I had, both radio jobs. You, you know, I've been in this game a long time. <laughs> and this is back when I was in mainstream radio. I'm not going to mention the, 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 the two radio stations, very, very big radio stations here in Boston. But I remember one of them, this was, I believe was the third media job I had. Things weren't going well. I wasn't happy. And uh, at the end of the day, and I'm going to make this really quick, at the end of the day, you know, I had been saying, I really need to leave this job. I really have to find something else. But I got comfortable, like so many of us do. And I'll never forget, uh, I was, I don't know if I want to go into that much detail. Let's just say I, I made a big mistake. I flubbed up. I screwed something up. 
I really, really messed up because I was multitasking, probably <laughs> not not paying attention. And I was very young. But uh, I remember as a result of doing that mess up, general manager called me into the office and said, oh, Alexis, I'm sorry, we got to let you go. Oh. I wasn't really fired, fired. We disagreed that it was time for me to go. They actually threw me a party, so it wasn't that bad. But I'll never forget, guys, upon reflection. Now, I was a little I was a little torn up for a bit. I ended up getting a consulting job shortly after that at another radio station. But again, in my habit of sitting myself down in solitude, in quietude, I said, you know, I think I fired myself. I fired myself because I was procrastinating. I knew that I needed to go. And yet I was obviously getting a paycheck, didn't didn't want to didn't have anything else in the hopper. But in, invariably it happened. It was done for me. I fired myself. But it was based on reflection, and a lot of it, by the way, as objective as I could be, that I realized the dynamic that was going on. I used the past to fuel what would be future success for me in media. Another incident happened at another radio station. This was uh, the second job I had. (laughs) Uh, And I remember interviewing for uh, the initial position. I did not get it. I was devastated. And about, oh, a month or so later, I get another call from them with another position available. I got that position. After I got that position, I got visibility into the initial position and the person that was working in that position got visibility into uh, that position, obviously, because I worked alongside them. And let me tell you something, if I had gotten that first job, I wouldn't have lasted two weeks. (laughs) It was horrible. Again, I realized that it was meant to be in reflection. I said, you know,